Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. Thank you for being here today and for listening uh, I titled this podcast episode, Why You Are Not Following Your Plan. And what, by, what I mean by plan is, you know, often when I work with clients, they do get a weekly plan from me, um, all different kinds of things uh, that are different for each client I work with based on their own unique individual needs, circumstances, all those kinds of things. But within the plan... Um, You know, it's usually numbered and there are things that these clients are working on throughout the week, different thought work strategies, different behavioral strategies to help them lose weight, um, you know, all the things together. So when, you know, I'm titling it, why you aren't following your plan, it means that kind of plan. (laughs) But it also means if you're someone out there who has, you know, um, kind of taken on a new diet plan, right? Um, A new plan that you're going to start this week in regards to uh, how you're going to limit your food or, you know, how you're going to start to lose weight. So plan in that sense of the word is all those things. It's the plan I use for my clients, but it is also any plan that you are trying to follow to get to where you want to be, but you just are not following it. And I wanted to do this episode because you know, I often hear, and this was me for a long time too, you know, I don't understand why I can't lose this weight. Um, I can't understand why I won't just follow this plan. And often these, if you're the personality type that's used to setting a goal and getting a goal, um, you know, I'll hear things like, usually I can meet or exceed every single goal I set. Like if you're one of those kind of type A high performers, right? So even these people, very disciplined, all these things, this is the piece. It's usually the food piece, the weight piece that they just cannot get themselves to do. Um, And so they'll say things like, I cannot understand why this is one area of my life that I just cannot get it together. Um, When all other areas of my life, you know, I'm goal-driven, I can meet, exceed those goals. Um, So usually, you know, they have a complete plan, but then they just don't follow it and really just don't know why. So there's no awareness and then that's, you know, why they're doing it. So often that's when people will come to me for coaching because they kind of don't understand what is going on here. And so I really do get this, you know, back in the day, I kept thinking the reason I could not get my restricting, binging, emotional eating under control, that whole cycle 
um, was because I needed a better system, right? I, I needed a new way to meal plan or I needed a different way you know, to organize my food prep, or I would get into that, you know, I just, I needed to just cut out all carbs. Like I get in that real black and white thinking, or I, I just need to eat less calories, et cetera, et cetera. I was so focused on the actions, the behaviors, what actions, what behaviors I needed to shift or change or add or take away in order to get the results I wanted in regards to my body. And, and this would sometimes even work. We've talked about this before. Often you follow something for a while, it will work for a bit, but inevitably the old behavior habits for me with food and restriction would return. And so there was never any freedom ever. So if you listen to me a lot, if you've listened to a lot of these episodes, you know that focusing on just changing actions, we just talked about this in the last episode, just focusing on just changing actions will not work long-term. And this is because actions are driven by feelings and feelings come from thoughts and thoughts come from our conscious and subconscious belief systems. So if we are not working on changing our beliefs and thoughts and processing emotions and doing the emotional work, any behavior changes we try to make will be very temporary or we will not be able to implement them at all. So if, if I don't work to change the thoughts and beliefs, um, I will still feel the feelings these thoughts and beliefs are creating. And from these feelings, it's going to drive some unhelpful behaviors around food that I've always had, but I really want to change. So we need new beliefs, new thoughts to drive to create new feelings that then drive the behaviors we really need around food to get the results we want, which for most of you listening here is going to be permanent weight loss uh, or at least a sense of freedom with food and your body. And you probably have an understanding of this, you know, um, you may listen to other podcasts on this or read things on this, et cetera, et cetera. But, but this is just, when we do those things, it's just incorporating knowledge, which is great. We need the knowledge to gain awareness. But if it stops there, if we're, it, you know, if we're not really incorporating the knowledge into our daily lives, we are not really living from it. So you're not believing it is the truth to a certain extent because you're not operating from this knowledge. We're just sort of observing the knowledge. We know it, but we, we never start to implement or operate from the knowledge. Once you truly, truly recognize and know that a thought is simply a thought, then you stop saying things like, planning is just too hard, or I can't do this because I'm too busy. Because when you know a thought is just a thought, not something you actually have to hook into or believe, our thoughts are not facts, remember that, (laughs) then you start to really allow thoughts that are not helpful or useful to your goals to just pass. You may notice them popping up but you don't make them mean anything. You don't hook into them or believe them. And therefore they don't create feelings of defeat or unwillingness. You can just let an unhelpful or non-useful thought just be there. You also then get better at thinking thoughts on purpose that are much more useful and helpful for your goals. And as you get better and better with more and more practice and, and and time at not hooking into unhelpful thoughts and better and better through some practice and time at thinking more helpful and useful thoughts, 
you will experience more and more feelings of willingness and excitement and optimism that will drive the behaviors around food that you are looking for that will create the results that you are looking for. Okay, so staying focused only on actions around eating and drinking will never bring those results. So two things here. Accountability plays a piece in this. When you are accountable to someone else for anything, right? So your boss expects you to do certain things. You do them because you're accountable to them. Or you tell your friend that you will pick them up at the airport and so you follow through. You show up and you do this. You are accountable to them. You may be the person who always shows up, is kind and helpful to others. You behave this way in your life when you are accountable to others. But when it comes down to a goal that you have for you, most of us will not stay accountable to ourselves. And although my clients start out being accountable to me, and that's often how we get them going and on the path of losing weight and getting them to where they want to be permanently, the end result of what I teach them is how to be accountable to themselves, how to trust themselves, how to build a relationship with themselves that gets them to follow through on the behaviors they actually want to be engaging in around food and drink. So getting them to do the same for themselves as they do for others, staying accountable to themselves as they would stay accountable to others. This is building, like we talked about last week, that self-respect, feelings of self-worth. You may even say, you know, I I do have self-respect. I don't let others treat me poorly. I have great boundaries with others, etc. But the truth is you treat yourself poorly. And this is so interesting, right? You don't let others treat you poorly, but you let your own self treat and talk to you poorly. We eat food and drink that doesn't nourish ourselves when we don't feel respect for ourselves. Respect is a feeling. So we get respect for ourselves in or through the thoughts that we think. We need to think respectful thoughts about ourselves to feel respect for ourselves. So again, we are back to our thinking, our self-beliefs. And again, so important to figure this out. Can you start to figure out how to gain respect for yourself and so you can be accountable to yourself? This is a process, but it is doable. There are ways to do this, to build this skill. Journaling, uh, you know, you know I'm going to say that every time, you know, on do I respect myself? How do I show respect to myself? You know, start to question these things, you know, and if you come to, I do have respect for myself, then You may be using food to simply neutralize negative emotions. And if this is the case, then we would move you into how to start learning the skill of feeling feelings, processing emotions, also a skill that can be learned so that we're not going to use food or alcohol to neutralize, numb, and distract from emotions. And I've talked about this process in many other episodes, you know, how to process emotions. Um, So we're not going to focus on that here. But bottom line is, We first need to figure out, do you respect yourself? If you trust yourself um, or if you don't, then we, we need to build that trust, that relationship with yourself. And if you find you do respect yourself already, you know, you're figuring this out through awareness, through journaling, through partnering with someone to uncover these things, then it would be on to more emotional work. So back to if you find you are not following your plan, 
look into the self-respect piece, the integrity, the relationship with yourself. Start to journal on this or again, find someone to partner with to help you uncover and figure some of this out to get some clarity. A relationship with ourself, if it's healthy, we trust ourselves. We have integrity with ourselves. We have respect for ourselves. And so when we do, so if we have those things, we will do what we say we're going to do. It is, it is then that we will follow our plan. Remember, there are ways to build that integrity with yourself. You really can do this. Thanks for listening. And I hope you found something useful from this episode that you can start to implement today. Thank you for being here and sharing this space with me. And we will talk soon. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. 